Yo, yo, Anchor Nation, what is up? Uncle Mike back at it again with another episode of my podcast journey and random life tips. Hope everybody's having a good week. It's Tuesday, March 12th. I want to say March 12th. Yeah, it's March 12th. And uh, sorry, I've been a little MIA for the past uh, 10, 12 days. I was out and about uh, on a little vacation. Went to go um, Clear Lake uh, cabin trip with a bunch of friends. Had a really good time. And uh, yeah, just got home from shopping, uh, grocery shopping. Just kind of running my typical errands here and there. I haven't actually gone grocery shopping in a long ass time. So uh, I was a little, I guess, uh, overwhelmed and, you know, hung out at the supermarket for like over an hour. So uh, I bought a lot of stuff, you know, picked up, uh, you know, the essentials like uh, deodorant and shampoo and lotion and shaving cream and um, pomade and stuff like that. And then I decided, okay, why not, you know, like go, go full on out and do my, do real shopping and, you know, buy stuff that I kind of need to like food. Um, so, you know, started hanging out there a little longer than I should have and bought a bunch of stuff. So just got back. But, um, other than that, uh, I haven't been doing too much. I've gone on, I, uh, well, I mean, for one, I went to go see Mala uh, at 10.15. Uh, that was last weekend. And it was a really good time. Had a really good time. Uh, you know, it's always fun going to these things. So it's, um, um, I had a good time. <laughs> uh, can't, uh, you know, there's not much else to say about it. It um, wasn't like I, you know, um, anything out of ordinary jump jumped out, uh, met new people, danced, got drunk, got faded, all that good stuff. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, and I went to Clear Lake. Uh, it was a really good time, but the area we went to was uh, was flooded, and it was just really hard to get around. We didn't, I didn't really leave the cabin. We just stayed where, you know, I just stayed planted while other people went out, but for the most part, everybody just uh, stayed, plant, stayed planted at the whole uh, cabin trip. So there was that, um, you know, <laughs> and over the cabin trip, it was just, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of high school friends that, you know, still wants to hang out with each other, which is perfectly fine. And I'm all for that. Uh, you know, I just think uh, we went a little uh, crazy on the alcohol and the eating, the food, the, you know, just the very unhealthy things that we had to eat and um you know, it's like not enough vegetables and not enough water, like water was beer and, you know, we were just drinking and man, every so often there were shots and it was a, yeah, I mean, it was a uh, weekend of overindulgence. That's what I wanted to call it. So, uh, but it was, a, it was really fun regardless, you know, it's just, uh, but, um, you know, other than that, I, I wanted to kind of, uh, jump on the topic of, uh, something that not so much happened to me or happened for me or anything like that. It was more like something that, uh, I was watching and I noticed, uh, I was watching TV and I noticed something it, I was watching, you know, and as you guys know, there's this huge, you know, scandal with R Kelly. And then there's also this, you know, recently this Michael Jackson docu documentary just came out and I'm, I was watching it with my friends over the weekend and it was just one of the craziest documentaries I've seen. And, you know, me personally, Michael Jackson is just, you know, an idol, just someone I grew up with, someone, someone I, I looked up to almost, you know, like, you know, it was just something like, oh man, it would be amazing if I met Michael Jackson, you know, that kind of thing. And for this documentary to come out and then, you know, for the witnesses or not witnesses, but the testimonies, uh, from the, uh, from the kids who stood up for Michael Jackson and testified for Michael Jackson saying, 
he didn't, you know, Michael Jackson didn't touch me, didn't, he didn't do anything, you know, sexual f- to them and, and anything like that. And then for them to come out now and say, oh, no, he did all that stuff and then some, you know, and, and just all this crazy craziness, you know. And um, I just, you know, it was just I wanted to bring up the topic of accountability um, and uh, being accountable and owning up to your 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 faults, your 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 sins, or not so much your sins, but like something you you made a mistake, you did something bad, own up to it. You know, uh, that was something that that kind of resonated, or it, it kind of spoke with me when when I was watching all of these. When I was watching the documentary, while I was watching the R. Kelly uh, interview, um, there was something else too. I was. Uh, uh, watching or, uh, I mean, there was some other news cycle or something that just kind of talked to something about something, something about accountability. And that was something that it, you know, it just really stood out to me. And I felt like a lot of people are not taking accountability for the shit they've done. Um, R. Kelly is not taking accountability for the fact that he did in fact um have sex with underage girls um michael jackson you know same thing uh on top of that you know it's like not even michael jackson but um the kids the kids the kids that lied for him um and then now after so many years after the fact that michael jackson passed away they come out and say, oh, no, he touched me. Like, 10 years after the fact, uh, he did all these things to me. And I'm like, man, you lied in court. <coughs> Excuse me. You lied You lied in court, you know, in front of a jury. And for you to come out after all these years to say, no, uh, no, I was lying on that part. And now I'm telling the truth. Like, dude, you lied. <laughs> How can I believe you? How can I believe you now if you lied in front of a court? You know, like you should be fined and uh, punished and, you know, to the fullest extent of the law for for doing that, for uh, dragging Michael Jackson's name through the ground right now, like kind of bringing in all this stuff up now that he passed away. Uh, I mean, it, you know, you you have no credibility it's so uncool that uh, people could do that. People could like say one thing and then uh, say something else afterwards and get away with it. And I believe with these kids, I didn't. I only watched halfway into the documentary and I, I just got up and I left. And I was like, uh, first off, I can't believe these kids. You know, I cannot believe these kids. <laughs> you know, because because they lied. They lied once already. How do I know they're not lying again? They're not. You know. So, but then it's just like all these things I, you know, all these things you hear, it's just so, um, I, I know they're, you know, it's all money grab for them and, you know, people will pay to hear them talk. I get it. You know, they need money, you know, and that's another thing, you know, like money is making you talk, then money can make you say anything. Should, should you give me, I guess you, you know, if people are like that, you give me a bunch of money, I'll say anything. I mean, it's just it's just so not fair, uh, not so not so unfair to uh, the Michael Jackson who passed away who can't defend himself, you know, um, and, and you know on, on top of like and then you, you you look at the kids, and then you look at the parents of the kids. I mean, where's the accountability in that? Doesn't you know like don't they get in trouble? Shouldn't they be in trouble? Shouldn't they be held accountable for even allowing Michael Jackson to take them and do whatever? Shouldn't they be in trouble? Shouldn't Michael Jackson, uh, not Michael Jackson, I'm sorry, uh, but the parents of the children who um, allowed this to happen? Shouldn't they be in trouble as well? I mean, just, I don't know. Uh, you don't hear anything about them. 
You don't hear anything about R. Kelly's victims' parents. You know, you only hear it now. You only hear it now after so many years. They came out and they're just like, oh, you know, give me back my kid. And it's like after the fact, they are, the kids are already over 21, which means they're full grown adults. So they could do whatever the hell they please. <laughs> you know, now it's like, oh, now you want to come back and say, give me back my daughter when she's within her right to follow any man she wants. You know, shouldn't you be held accountable as a parent that you, uh, you, you know, you didn't raise your child, you know, properly. And she uh, got tricked into, you know, following a 50 year old man somewhere. Accountability. You know, I, I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm a I'm a freaking, you know, like I, I go by the right. You know, I do the right thing all the time. I'm far from it. I am not perfect. I, you know, stumble across life and. You know, I get up, dust myself off. I keep going, you know, Uh, I, you know, I I put on, you know, pants one leg at a time, just like everybody else, you know, but I mean, even I could see this, that, you know, the the parents of the victim, the victim's parents, they should be held accountable for allowing uh, um, this to happen, allowing them to go ahead and give their 14, 15 year old daughter to R. Kelly, uh, to, you know, to quote unquote, uh, be his, his apprentice. I mean, give me a break, you know, and, and the same goes for the victim's parents in the Michael Jackson case, you know, like shame on you for thinking, you know, this stranger here, even though his name is Michael Jackson, you know, he'll, he's going to, like, take real good care of your kids, you know, and not going to, like, influence them and groom them in any sort of way. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we are so, uh, in this day and age, so uh, enamored with people with talent that we just don't, you know, we, we let all their flaws kind of slide and you know, and I just think it's so BS, you know, like, um, the thing with R. Kelly, you know, they're, you know, I, and I feel like it, I don't know why it's, it's only like black celebrities, black stars. That's like kind of getting this, getting their name drug do the drag do the mud. I, I don't understand. I mean, um, you know, you see R. Kelly, you know, he's a great singer. I love his music, you know, and then now it's like everybody want to cancel his cancel his stuff uh, because uh, he had sex with underage girls. Uh, Michael Jackson had uh, sex with underage boys. Um, and you want to drag them through the mud, and yet you don't drag uh, Roman Polanski through the mud for raping a 14-year-old girl, and he's white. You don't drag uh, Steven Tyler or... Um, Elvis Presley, like, oh my God, you know, like these are like grown ass men who literally married, uh, girls at like 15, 16, you know, like, you know, they, that was their, uh, clientele. That was their market was like teenage girls. And yet nobody is canceling Elvis's music, his music catalog, John Wayne, he was a known racist. He, you know, nobody's like canceling him, taking his star off of the, you know, Hollywood road and things like that. And yet, you know, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby. I mean, you could you could go down the list. You know, it's just all like I, I feel like, you know, uh, people of minority are certainly, you know, like are held to a different standard. And it's so unfair for them. And it's just so not cool. I mean, I mean, you know, like you put a, you, you, it's like putting candy in front of a, a, a little kid. He's going to always going to do it, you know? And I, I get it. Like R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, they're not kids. So it's a bad, it, that's a bad comparison. But they're human. You know, we're all human. We all make mistakes. You know, nobody's a fucking saint. And... You know, like, 
R. Kelly right now, Michael Jackson back then, like they all deny it, you know? And it's just all like, for me personally, this is just me speaking personally, like, even if they did did it, do it, even if they, uh, you know, admit everything that I, they did it, you know? And, or even if they got caught, it's like, for me, I forgive you. It's cool. I, I mean, me be if I was a parent and that was my kid, that's a different story. But me kind of seeing it from the from uh, out from the public opinion, I guess it's it is what it is. I can't. Um, I, I'm not gonna hate you. Yeah, it's a horrible thing that you did. It's a life choice that you made that you should pay for. But I don't hate you. I still love your music. You made Man in the Mirror. You made Thriller. You made Bad. You made Moonwalker. Like, you know, R. Kelly, you made so many great songs. You know, so many inspirational songs. I can't hate you. Uh, I mean, I can't not not listen to your music anymore. Your music is timeless. It's iconic. It's, you know, it's great. You know, and I was was still supporting, you know. Like, uh, I mean, I might get flack for this. Whatever. I mean, you know. To each, to each of their own. I'm not supporting a rapist. I'm supporting a, a artist who is weird. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're serial rapists. Like I said, it's like, you know, if it would be really great. Like, I, I can't forgive R. Kelly and Michael Jackson all the way. The reason being is because they they won't admit that they are doing something bad. You know, that they're doing something illegal. Um, if they admit it, I, I'd forgive them. But if you know, I forgive them all the way. But they're not here. Michael Jackson's not here. R. Kelly is still denying it. You know, it, I mean, it is what it is. But at the same time, like I said, what about the parents? You know, shouldn't they be held accountable too? You know, for for allowing for even allowing this to happen. You know, I mean, and then for you to like come out right now and speak all all this stuff right now too. It's like. Uh, I, I already kind of have an idea of what your intentions are, you know, and it's for it's all about the money. It's the money grab. So, uh, you know, like anything you, you say right now, anything you say right now in the news, in the media, in the documentary, like, I can't believe you. I'm sorry. You testified for Michael Jackson once and said he's innocent. Now you testify again and say he's guilty. Like, which one is it? You can't have it both ways. Accountability. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, man, I'm, you know, got a little emotional and a little overheated on that on that topic. But it was just something that I've noticed, you know, it's just like, OK, man, you know, like, yeah, Michael Jackson, you could dance. You could Michael Jackson could dance. He's really talented. He's really uh, wonderful. R. Kelly, same thing, you know, but at the end of the day, they're only human. Surprise. They're not a freaking saint. They can't. They have so many flaws. They are so normal, just like the rest of them. Not well, not normal like normal people, but they have urges and drives and you know like vices. You know, like things that gets them gets their rocks off. You know, like maybe me for for me it's like porn. Okay, like I love to watch porn. You know, and for Michael Jackson, you know, it's like it's something about little children that he really gets off of uh you know same thing with r kelly something with young girls that really gets him off you know and it's just all like there's a reason behind all of it too and it's like if you look into their past it's like damn you look at michael jackson how he grew up his life sucked his childhood sucked like it was just terrible look r kelly man people was bullying him for because he can't read you know because he had an elementary um and, and that's why he has an elementary you know like state of thought kind of a thing you know like he can only relate to little girls you know michael jackson can only relate to little boys and it's like if a little boy understands you you understand a little boy it's like you know yeah you might fall in love with that you know and for michael jackson you know he he grew very attracted to little boys and same thing with r kelly with little girls you know and it's something that they needed to like fix you know for sure and if they could come out and admit it that would be great but they couldn't help they you know but because of a public uh 
you know, image that they need to hold up, you know, and they know it's wrong and taboo to do these things. You know, it's like they can't admit it. You know, they're afraid they're going to lose their fans. And now they're getting, now R. Kelly's caught. It's like he has to deny it. Same thing with Michael Jackson. He has to deny He had to deny it back in the day. You know, but if they, you know, it's like, I, I, I feel like there's, there's some sort of lesson to be learned from all of this that as we see it, it's like, you know, if you have a problem and you want to fix it, go get help. <laughs> and if you have a problem uh, that, um, you know, you don't want to fix it, you want to kind of experiment and, and, and see where it goes. I mean, there's that too. It's like, own up to it. Accountability, people. You know, that's, again, that's something I've wanted to add on here uh, for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed my little rant. Uh, Sorry if I was just like, you know, all over the place. Uh, It's been a while and I definitely will be laying more recordings down. Um, Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Stay tuned. I'll be talking to KT tomorrow and uh, we'll, you know, kind of Dive in a little more on accountability. All right, cool. Talk to you later. Peace. Hey, my apologies. Um, that was my old my brother. He was just asking, call me to do something for him right quick. So I had to uh, handle some stuff for him. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of lost my train of thought but we were just kind of talking about ig a little bit and, um what's been going on with the yeah yeah i don't know honestly i i even why well, took that break i even looked it up they just said their servers are down or something i, I, I don't know it's like yeah, yeah. Who, who knows i mean there's like two billion people on the platform right <laughs> that's a lot right right yeah, it's funny as uh about instagram well i was just watching Fire Festival document, the documentary. Okay. <laughs> yes, yesterday, last night, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, man, IG was like a big played a big part in you know getting the word out about Fire Festival. And I don't know if you saw the documentary, but it was. Uh, no, I think, uh, yeah, well, it's it you know it, it's it's worth the watch, but I mean, if you're not really into that whole music festival thing, it's oh. really. Yeah, it's not really a big. It's no big deal. It's really no big deal. It's it, it was kind of funny to me watching it. I, and I mean, I didn't even watch all of it. I watched like half into it. And I was just like, all right, it just sounds like, it, you know, a bunch of rich kids getting together, thinking they could put together a you know giant music festival in some island. You know, thinking like, oh, it's a piece of cake. We just you know get a bunch of uh, artists to say, yeah, they'll do it. And then you know, they they didn't even think 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 the whole. Uh, thing through, you know, logistics and, you know, hotels, plumbing and all that stuff. They didn't think through all of that. And they just automatically think like, oh, yeah, we'll just throw something together and uh, have IG promote it for us. (laughs) And sure enough, you know, they paid, I don't know how much money they paid these IG models to, you know, and Kendall Jenner and all these, you know, know, famous people to uh, hashtag fire festival. And it just got like this crazy buzz, and all these people started like, "Oh yeah, I want to go and go," and it sold out immediately. But then, once they sold out, they had to figure out the logistics, and it just, man, they just, you know, like it just like dawned on them that like, oh my god, we, you know, we, you know, tax that we didn't know it was going to be this difficult, and, and you know, ended up scamming everybody, everybody paid for the ticket lost their money you know they were i don't know if you remember the story but they were trapped out there for a week and stuff it was just yeah it's interesting it is interesting yeah it was uh, quite the uh, yeah it was quite uh, funny um you know in, in retrospect i guess i mean for the for the victims who were scammed and went to the trip and like got stuck out there i feel terrible for them they're wrong but just looking back it was just like dang that's you know they got they got got real good so it's just something funny but uh yeah man i mean anyways back to you know back to kt you know um so you you guys i mean there's 
you're kind of on a roll these days with your uh, your IG and your you know IGTV and all that. You still got some things you need to post and load up, but apparently IG is kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know going having some server issues. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I have been on a roll of the past. I think what was the I had probably was the stories. Mm-hmm. Two, three weeks ago, I told you. I, I told you the best answer is what the response, and the mm-hmm. response has been good. Now, I told you, as I said, there's only one way you can physically stop it. <laughs> it's the platform. Right. The platform. The platform is not going to stop you because of my lack of motivation. It's just uh, that's not the kind of person I am to just be like, well, I don't feel like it. no people follow me for a reason. I got to give back. But the platform says not not today then you, you, what am I gonna do well, I yeah. can't I can't argue with that right the same way man like there's some stuff we got going planned I mean we might even I think I teased the idea UP pod coming soon I mean there's a lot of things going on I can't reveal all of it but the point is a lot of things are they're lining up like everything's lining up yeah I, I, I knew it was gonna line up eventually man I mean I think what it is is we've had such a I don't even want to say like we've had like any major tension. It's been a ride. It's been like one of those roller coaster rides where it just keeps going up, 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 mm-hmm. up, 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 and it's never going. It's not going down in a bad way. It just mm-hmm. keeps going up, and we keep it. We don't. We haven't hit our limits yet. Like sure, we have almost three hundred fifty people featured. Sure, mm-hmm. we have um, X amount of discovery. All these numbers. But for us, what really matters is we're consistent. We're sticking to our message, and it's starting to come to fruition. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, what were you saying? No, no, no. Well, I, I've noticed it just, uh, you know, every, every time I'm checking IG, there's there's more and more people uh, you guys are promoting. Yeah. Like new, more and more new faces. And I'm all like, man, there goes KT. He's on the road. Well, KT and company now. KT you know, and Cal, whole, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the whole, the, whole, the whole crew is like kind of getting to work. And that's awesome, man. Yeah, well, we have to. I mean, that's our, that's our mission. Mission is like, we, we miss a day, then that, that, that's on me. I mean, sure, it's yeah. not all of us, but deep down, like, man, you have that job and you failed. At the end of the day, is it fun? Yes. I, I think, is it meant for everybody? No. Mm-hmm. You know, what we're doing is not meant for everybody. First off, if you can't even put up your own consistent message, well, once a week, and you can't even do it for once a week, how are you supposed to do it for every day? So you right. can only go as far as you make it go far. Right. But at the same time, you know, what I'm doing, is it, is it is it fun to me? Yeah, I think it is. It, it, it's good to connect with people. Is there a hundred things I'd like to do more than just uh, just reaching out, giving more feedback? Sure, we'll, we'll think about that. But for right now, I want to keep it as simple as possible. Let everyone ease into the new year because it's still new. I mean, it's only March. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. plenty of time, and I don't I don't like rushing things. I, I think what it is is we'll get there, and most of the time, when we don't think we have it figured out, we figure it out. That's how it always works. Every, every single thing I've, I've been a part of, you know, for my life here, it's like just when you think we don't have it figured out, we figure it out. I mean, even, even if I'd say it's like a sporting event, then we lose the game, we still almost won. <laughs> we figured it out. You know, so there's certain there things where even when it looks like there's endless or endless hope and there's no way it can happen or the odds are against you, we still figure it out. And we still realized there was some underlying experience that we gained instead of saying, well, let's just throw in the towel. We didn't do that. We, we grinded it out. And that's what we get. That's the result. The results you put in is the results you put out. The input output received. I believe in that. Whatever you're putting in, you'll usually get out of it because you live in the moment and you were staying present then. Damn, man. Uh, that's very, I mean, yeah, no, that's really a great message. Um, it it kind of, uh, I guess, relates to what I wanted to talk to you guys uh, talk to you about today too which is uh, accountability yes I said that word yep, yep. yeah and and you know like you, what like you were saying like if you could consistently do for yourself something once a week if you could consistently post and kind of keep yourself accountable for for doing these things you know and not just like slack off and be like oh I don't I don't feel like doing it this week or today or whatever um, yeah, I mean, if you just consistently do it, then it's like, yeah, man, holding yourself accountable because you have, I mean, you know, you have a fan, you have fan base, you have uh, people that is like kind of, you know, dependent on you and you depend on them 
and it's like you you know it's it's important that we all do what we say we're gonna do right and and and, and even if we mess up it's like we you, you have to own own up to whatever you know the mistake you made and stuff you know um so uh you know that that was the topic i wanted to talk about today i i don't know if you listened to my uh my segment last night i well i just posted it i posted it late last night so i don't know if it's it's got out got out there yet but uh yeah i was talking about accountability and um over the weekend i was um Uh, watching, uh, you know, I, I told you I was at Clear Lake. I was at the cabin trip with my friends. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And um, they, they, you know, they they popped in the uh, they popped in the R. Kelly interview, and not only the R. Kelly interview, but the Michael Jackson documentary. And hmm. I don't, I don't know if you you've been following that stuff on the news uh, uh, as of late. No, nah, I mean I've heard of it. I just don't pay attention. <laughs> No, no, it's it, and it's fine, you know. Like, but for me, like Michael Jackson was someone, and R. Kelly, both of these uh, artists were was someone who, like, was very, very influential in my life growing up because you know, like R. Kelly, you know, from for me from middle school to college, he was just putting hit after hit, you know. And the same thing with Michael Jackson, he was, you know, like from the '80s all the way to. Uh, 2000 and you know mid 2000s he was putting out hit after hit and it was just like you know I, they, I grew up around them and you know for them to kind of uh, you know for to see what they're going through right now with with uh, the victims coming out and saying like oh uh, R. Kelly you know uh, sexually assaulted me when I was a, just a teenager and Michael Jackson with the boys and You know, and, and I, it just like blew my mind that it, you know, for the past 20, 30 years, I've been around, you know, you don't hear, you didn't hear anything about these kids or you didn't hear anything about, you know, the parents or whatever. And it's like now one, one person's dead and the other person is, you know, uh, in his fifties, he's retiring and stuff. And they are getting like all these vi victims coming out, you know so many years later saying he did this to me he did that to me and uh i was looking at it like where is the accountability i mean you had r kelly just like denying it just straight denying everything even though there's like you know i, I want to say there's like 20 women that's like coming forward saying he's doing it he's <laughs> denying all of it the thing with michael jackson is you know he was denying it until the day he died too and um Um, you know, like I'm looking at these two guys, like these two influential artists, and I'm like, man, you know, like if you guys would just own up, can you guys please own up to your to your faults? I understand you're not perfect, you know. No, just own up to it. Nobody's perfect. Man. Nobody's perfect, you know. And the sooner you admit the you admit to your faults, it's like the quicker I can understand and forgive you, and we can move forward, you know. But Till you know, for Michael Jackson, for him to you know be in his deathbed—I mean, to die—and to never like have a day in court, and then now you know all these victims are coming out saying he, he did this, and I'm more like, oh man, like now you're now you're just like kind of uh, digging up old dirt and dragging his legacy through the mud and all that stuff, and um, I just felt like it was—it's so unfair. I mean, you as a victim. Or the parents should have also be held accountable for allowing their allowing their child to be victims. You know, uh, I mean, the same thing that goes for R. Kelly's parents. I mean, R. Kelly's victims as well. Like, where are the parents at the time? And now you want to come out and say all these bad things about about both of them, and uh, you know, like if if you know if R. Kelly and Michael Jackson are are, are dying. Like, horrible people i mean i almost feel like you know you you guys kind of you know you guys are kind of responsible for that you know so uh, i mean you know uh, well kt what i mean tell me something about what do you think accountability means to you and i mean was there ever a time that you know you you, you denied or uh, denied accountability or 
Yeah, uh, I, I don't like mess that. around with accountability, man. Like if I do it, I don't, I don't, I don't deny nothing. If I made the mistake, I fall. <laughs> like I don't know, I'm clear as a book. Uh, unfortunately, I can't hold my feet. But I did have a quote. I'm gonna try and see if I can put on my other account. Because I did, I did. I'm gonna see here. Um, yeah, sorry. The point is, I did have a good quote, but don't forget that. The point for me is um, accountability, man. For me, it really is whatever actions you're doing. Oh, here it is. Uh, let's see. I think I found it. Yes, being accountable for your actions delivers the mentality of responsibility. That's what it's all about. There you go. That's yeah. That, I knew I had it there, so I can build on that quote now. Like, uh, so basically, accountability. Point. Accountability is responsibility. I make these quotes up just not not just for my benefits for everybody. If you look right. at the word accountability and responsibility, they're really close. Accountable, you have actions. Responsibility, there's actions. Accountability, it's basically whatever you do, and if you don't make it, if you don't make it right, that's your accountability to say, hey, I'm accountable. But responsibility, you're also responsible to say, man up or whatever, hey, whatever your perspective is, man up, you know, tell the truth. And say, hey, I'm responsible for those actions, and I have to hold myself accountable. Otherwise, what am I doing? You know, you happy? That's if you now if you if you do something right, that's that that this is where the final. Do I go arrogant accountability or do I go humble accountability? Arrogant accountability is something like this. For example. Man, that was on me. That was all me. Not none of my teammates, none of my crew. That was on me, man. <laughs> those kind of accountability. It's like, what are you doing? Whereas if you go the humble route, that was on, it was a great performance on us. You know, our team did a really good job of doing this graphic design work, and we got to, to got this out to our client, for example. You know, that was really good by our, uh, one of our team members here. And you, you divert the responsibility and the accountability actions to one of your teammates or your crew, rather than just take take it all for yourself in a good way. The negative light, you have to say. It's down to you. It boils down. Hey, if I'm the leader and I'm the franchise here, and that's on me. Sure, the, the team will say, but it's all of us, absolutely. But deep down, of course, you're gonna agree with me. Deep down, like you, know, you gotta perform better, so it may boost the morale. So there's, there's right. two different ways, man. That, that to me, it's not even being about being a leader and accountability. It's just about a simple, common, basic principle. It's pretty cut right. dry. You either, you either have it, you don't. You can learn it. It's hard to really, it's hard to really improve on accountability because it, it does involve my favorite word, situational awareness. But it's not really much so much about situational awareness. It's either you have been saying to yourself all well, your life, "I'm accountable for these actions, and no one can take that away from me," or it's time. It's in time of crisis. I'm going to divert the attention to somebody else and let them take the blame. It's all perspective. Right. So there's really not much you can do to improve it. I don't like you know time management. That's that's fine. Accountability is something all my life. I really, I really don't struggle with because I take action and say, "Hey, that's on me." I think it's even grown more in like the past year, but because I do all these new projects now. But even then, even before, I always had that. Because some people, when you don't have it, they don't notice. It's hard to catch. It's hard to catch. When you're not being accountable, whereas it's easier to catch if I wasted time because it's so subtle. So because of those those subtle tones and vibes, you really don't know what the perspective could lead to, and that's where you can get in trouble down the road, especially kids. Imagine kids lying. That's accountability. You don't yeah. have it. you don't have it. if you're starting to lie. You lie. There's no words other than you just lie. Like you don't have any responsibility of your accountable actions. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's funny too because uh, you know I've been watching the following the NBA and then you you've got LeBron James you know yeah. kind of oh, going through this whole you know and uh, I mean I, I've been watching ESPN and and First Take and you know just a lot of the uh, the talk shows and you you always catch a snippet of LeBron James kind of pointing the finger at his at his squad. Uh, yeah. And and actually not playing, uh, not 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 showing accountability on his own actions, uh, which was he wasn't playing defense, uh, you know, for a lot of those oh, games. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. It, I mean, and you and you watch the replays in the games and where he just kind of st- stood around and let people run past him, 
and not guarding or not even setting up a uh, what do you call it screen not a screen not a screen but not even setting up a screen but setting up a, a charge oh yeah charge yep, yep. you know like he he didn't want to yeah like he didn't want to set himself up to get a charge you know I was just like you know LeBron <laughs> you you know you got a lot of nerve going you know like when you're you know in the locker room or or you're in the post game interview kind of saying we need to do this we need to do that when it's like no LeBron you need to do that like you need to take accountability for your own actions and not kind of yeah. throw throw people under the bus and then you know it really shows uh when you're on the when you're on the when you're on the floor with your with your teams with your teammates because it's like you know you guys are not vibing Rajon Rondo's not sitting with you guys <laughs> that was bad that was a bad one I mean, it's just the optics were, were, are really bad, you know, and, and, you know, and then you look at other squads, like, uh, you look at the Warriors, or not even the Warriors, uh, Warriors might be a bad example, because they might be going through some shit, too. Spurs <laughs> but, are good. Dude, yeah, Spurs. Uh, Clippers, oh my god, like, you look at Clippers next to the Lakers, Clippers only has Doc Rivers and a bunch of ragtag nobodies in that, yeah. in that, in that team. I mean, Lou Williams, I mean... Like, really, it, there's not a lot of, like, big names playing, but, but they are, you know, it's like they're closer to uh, playoff, uh, you know, uh, to the playoff yeah, they're right now, right now. Yep. seeds, you know, than, than the Lakers, you know? And, you know, so how do you explain that, right? You know, it's like, and, you know, I think I have the answer. It starts with ego in, this, in that situation. Yeah, ego's the problem. Ego. Yeah, ego's the problem. Everybody, I also feel, honestly feel like, you know, everybody is, everybody knows their role and everybody is, you know, held accountable for what they need to do in that team, like in the Clippers versus the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always notice, this is, we'll talk about sports and I'm going to talk about real real life. I always notice when you hear the word dream team, you hear the word, Superstars and hear all that right. kind of stuff. That, that's not a good match. Ninety percent. Right. The only time, forget the Warriors as an example. Right. right. They they had they're having their run, but every single dynasty or whatever you like to call it will eventually have problems. Yeah. Egos are going to get egos. In the that's yeah. what it boils down to. You're not a kill because your ego. No, Arrogance. Like, yeah. Ego. Everybody thinks they're the ones. They're the one that made the team who they are, or that's what that's, they're the reasons that they've got to the championships. Now, counter like the Clippers, like you said, a couple things: one, young and hungry. They're still a young, growing team. Oh, look at the Nuggets. Actually, Nuggets are even better. Nuggets, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nuggets is another team. Yeah, yeah the, the young. They get a, they had a bond to their team principles, and they're moving. Now you look at in real life. Why do you think certain companies are like that? Certain companies. Look at now. Look at Amazon. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, everything was good, everything's great. But then, just recently, look at Jeff Bezos, man, he's great. But his wife divorced. He starts mm-hmm. coming in the news lately. You know, I mean, you just you hear this stuff out of the blue. Like you're starting to hear more egos come out of the blue. Now. So for me, is it better to have your friend? Like it's like even even in a life, would you rather have your friends or a bunch of strangers? Like for me, it's a, technically a bunch of strangers. <laughs> I mean, that's technically, true. Technically, UP is not anybody that I know. I've never seen them and talked to them in my life. I've never had a face-to-face call. I never even went to their house. I rather have, but for me, I think it's easier. My age group is a little bit different. To do something with my age group is going to take a lot of patience for me to get used to. Whereas somebody where it's older crowd, yeah, a little bit older crowd. I know. Okay, they're going to value my opinion more. That are going to more importantly be more comfortable because we're all strangers we have to respect the time whereas your buddies it's just ego problems you try to do something with your buddies it's ego problems man. even yeah. though you might have that good time eventually it's going to get to a point where we're all friends and you can't get anything accomplished and that, that's why I try to distance myself not all the way but distance myself between the we talked about this the fan versus follower conversation or, or friend versus follower that's it friend follower fan there we go so my team those are technically my friends, but at the same time, they're teammates. I don't really view them as friends, really, just teammates. Mm-hmm. You and me, we're, we're friends because we talk on the daily. Mm-hmm. Anyone talk on the daily? Yeah, you're a friend. Fans? That's people who like my content, who give me the two seconds, who give me a message. And then there's also the, the diehards. I have a couple diehards that just like everything and just, just support me left and right. 
and that's that's something I, I, I always track. I don't really track it much. You know, like the every day, but I don't track it every day. But every so often I say, okay, what's the demographic in my head? What can I use my EQ, my emotional intelligence to connect with? So I don't look like a big ego and they feel more comfortable. And that's what that's how really those small teams that you think, oh, I don't know these people. Well, then look at the Patriots. Like, yeah, you know, forget Tom Brady for one second and Gronk. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Edelman? Other than those big three, everyone else is buying into one message. So really, whatever message you send, you hold that accountability, you hold that responsibility, and the chances are, even if they're not your friends, you may, at first you get that little, like, this is the only downside to um, friends versus not friends. When it's your friends, you, you instantly will have that connection. Look at the work. You had the connection. Like, our team. The first couple days, it was kind of weird. I'll be honest. But the difference is, we don't really have any problems now. We've never really had problems. Whereas right. you see with these franchises and even your own friends, you'll start to notice problems because I'm sick and tired of the same people talking. You know, it, it, get, it just gets too repetitive. You need, you need the spice. There's no spice. Whereas with strangers, there's spice every day. I don't know what they're going to say tomorrow. You know, I mean, my friends, I know what they're probably going to say. I, I probably could probably, if I really wanted to, I could probably say the next answer after I say something is, yeah, KT, good, good content. You know, that's all they're going to say. Keep doing your thing. Whereas somebody else, I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. They're straight. I never actually you know, shake, shook hands or face-to-face. So it, it's an interesting demographic. It's all about how you view it. And really, you have to self-evaluate. What are the things that I see in certain people versus strangers versus whatever you've described as fans, followers, whatever your terminology is? So we're, we're touching into more subjective topics. I don't want to speak for everybody, but yeah, it really it is. Accountability is subjective. Yeah. B- bottom line, like time, that's not subjective because it is subjective, but it's not to the point where you can catch it. Like you can catch time, you can catch when you're slipping accountability because it's like it's like relationships it's hard to catch when you're doing something because it's such an abstract but most also real concept those universal real concepts are great but sometimes like accountability it's one of those rare one in a million concepts where it's hard to catch and you don't even see yourself doing it for, for, it goes both ways too. if you're doing it you should catch it technically because if you're doing it the right, you should still catch that so you can improve on next time world word and uh, vocal quality language. If you're doing it wrong, you should catch it. That's what everyone says. But the chances yes. are, no one. Obviously, it's I, 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 I don't do it. I don't. I don't catch myself on the bad. The good stuff, I do catch myself. The bad stuff, right. those rare times I do have that. I don't know. I, I, I mean, do I have to improve my vocal quality or something? My 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 word choice, maybe. But it's so minute. In a, in a 24 hour day you just have to deal with it I think for me and yeah. for me, I would say this is a 95% of the world unless you really hold in hold in on that when you're like 10 I think I think the, the thing with the cat I, I noticed one 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 thing if you did young that you really makes you accountable and I think this is important is if you went to certain things where the pressure when you stepped outside your comfort zone really now I'm not talking about just talking when you just stepped out of your comfort zone like when you were in a different element I noticed those type of people have more accountability because they stepped out of their comfort zone when they were younger and now that they're they think they're outside their comfort they're not really they're more accountable because they took the early actions when they were younger to make it where somebody like myself maybe you speak to this I've kind of just did my thing sure I talked to people when I was old, like when I was young, I talked to older people. Sure, that's great and all, but that's something I rarely talk about. I even said that I rarely talk about accountability because I already say to myself, "Well, I just got to get done." It's like check, 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 check everything off. Do I really need to hold myself accountable if I do it every day? But at the same time, for people who may not have that, that's good that they have the accountability behind them because that's a good skill to have moving forward, especially when you get into uh, personal development talks. That's when you can really make some uh, 
make some people impressed, like, okay, you know, accountability in and out. But like I said, it's, it's subjective and you can really view it and define it any way you want. No, for sure. And, and I think, uh, you know, like a lot of us learn accountability while we're young. Uh, and it's, you know, it's almost like if you had good parenting, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, like you, you had some good parents or, or you had some good mentors in your life growing up, like a, a teacher, a tutor that, you know, kind of, you know, held you to a different standard. Uh, and, and then, you know, kind of told you, like, make sure you, you know, you get X, Y, Z done, you know, because, you know, we're, you know, we're counting on you, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's sad, too, because a lot of, there, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, like, a lot of kids out there a lot of people out there grown adults grown grown ass men that that really don't that really don't understand that don't really understand this concept of accountability um uh, until it's too late um i mean you know i mean like i said just kind of look at look at uh, r kelly look at michael jackson you know yeah, yeah. Um, and the one thing I will say with Michael Jackson, no, I rest in peace. The difference is he's dead, one's alive. So for me, like that becomes an issue when people start coming out on a dead guy. Let the let the man rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, why? I understand R. Kelly. He's living. I mean, I understand, but at yeah. the same time, you know, why? Why are we bringing this? This is another problem. I, I think this is something I don't really stress about, but I notice. I don't. See, here's my philosophy. I don't really make it a big deal because I know it happens and it's just something we have to deal with in society. But deep down, it's like, man, why do we have to like grudges to fight? You know, it, 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 it works both ways. Why do we have to like grudges to fight? I understand uh, certain things, like for example, the U.S. women's team, they're out, they were getting equal pay. Yeah, absolutely. That's something you, you better bring up because they won a world championship or a world cup mm-hmm. versus the men who didn't even qualify. There's something wrong with it. I have no problem with that. But for these kind of situations, where was this five years ago when you could have brought this up? And then for R. Kelly, I, I, in his case, just hold yourself accountable, man. That's all you gotta do. Just say, I, I messed up. It happens. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I have more respect for you to say in the beginning, I messed up. Right. Because if you just let it drag on for 20 years, that's gonna hurt your reputation. Oh, yeah. It's... I mean, I've. <laughs> I've seen it, man. Like I, I even wrote about this in Midwest mentality. You do good work, you be kind, you get your reputation. It's not easy to maintain that. But at the same time, if you just set it, set the standards while you're mid-career or even when you see it happen right away, you know you messed up. Set the standard of accountability. You don't know who's watching. Right. Kids are watching this, man. You know, kids might have looked up to this guy and now they're saying, this is our guy? That's not a good look. So I think it's important for him to just say I'm accountable in the second for the people just where was this five years I understand it's good to bring it up now but do you really gotta make this mainstream like it's it's, it's so mainstream now where I think he was on 60 minutes or something like I think I remember I've never seen a, a promo about this and the promo was terrible <laughs> yeah because he was just yeah. he was just getting angry at the reporter yeah and, and I don't know. It's just it's just a bad look for, for money, not even for me, but just a bad look for society that we oh, have yeah. to focus on a negative. Well, we could have just, all of this could have been averted by saying, hey, I'm accountable. So there's something we could use in real life example. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, for him, that interview he gained so much, uh, I guess, publicity yeah. for the way he acted, you know. You know, screaming at the re- screaming at the reporter, and and just I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy to to kind of see that, and and you know that's the stuff that sells right now. Unfortunately, you know? yeah. You know, so so that's you know the, that's why they, that's why he was interviewed. He wanted to hear his side of the story, and it's just so much of this. He said, she said, blame game. <coughs> You're good. Excuse me. You're good. And and you know same same goes with uh, same thing goes with Michael Jackson's victims. Even though Michael Jackson can't can't defend himself, it's like you know his estate, his his family is like coming for him. It's like you know, like he said, she said, and you know these victims. It, it's what's really interesting is the victims uh, who are coming out and speaking up uh, about what happened to them while they were with Michael Jackson. 
these were the same kids that went to court to testify for Michael and told the jury and the judge and everybody that no, he didn't touch me, he did anything bad to me. And now that he's dead, like twenty years later, statute of limitations have uh, you know have passed. Now they're coming out with a book deal, coming out with the HBO special documentary series, and they are getting paid. They are getting money. They are getting like. Uh, you know, a lot of money for their side of the story. So I just feel like, dude, I mean, you know, like, I can't even believe you. <laughs> I, because you you lied in front of, that's perjury. You lied in front of a judge and you lied in court, you know? Like, you should go to jail and pay a fine. Yeah. And you, because of statute of limitations, it's like, oh, I can say, you know, you can say whatever you want now. Well, I can't even believe you. I can't trust you. You lied once or you lied twice. Once a while, always a while. Yeah, like like now you're gonna come on and say no, this is the truth. Like no, 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 no. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. You know, like stick to your words, stick to your guns, man. You know, like accountability, man. Hold, you know, like you you're accountable for the things you say, man. And, and you need to choose your, you know, like you really need to like when you're speaking, like you really need to choose your words wisely, you know, so you're not like. I guess incriminating other people or, or whatever you know it's just all like if you if you want to be if you want to learn something about accountability it's like you know only speak for yourself and always you know be careful what you're saying and, and don't you know be so quick to point the finger at other people and don't play this whole victim mentality uh, you know like everybody's against you like it, it that's you know it, it just it just seems like that's just the way of the world right now that's just the way the country is ran you know, starting from, you know, Donald Trump all the way down. Everybody's like, you know, you know, everybody's a victim. You know, there's a it's a witch hunt with Donald Trump. You know, everybody, you know, everybody in the government is trying to get him, trying to impeach him. You know, he's a terrible president, you know, even though he doesn't think so. Yeah, I mean, man, it's just it's very depressing, man, uh, watching all of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, etiquette right i think this is another one we don't talk about i don't talk about this word either i think the etiquette of written versus the unwritten rules i mean there, there's there's written rules like perjury yeah but the unwritten rule is you should have a common sense background to already know this stuff yeah and it's a bad reflection on people too and for sure and I, I i if there's one thing i will say that i i um I, I agree with what kids tell me sometimes Okay, how are we really gonna be looking up to people if these guys are already doing stupid stupid? Like yeah. we've seen like rappers and we talked about what six nine all, all none of these guys <laughs> none of these guys don't even know how to even behave on their own. Like they're they're acting like grown men are supposed to be acting like grown men and they act like kids. So for me, I don't know how you can really blame anybody for trying to look up to people. And it, it's really hard now. I'll be honest, I don't really look up to any stars. And I think the etiquette is, well, why? Where's their accountability? Everyone's got flaws, but some just are dysfunctional more than others. And I think I wish we could, I, I wish we could figure out a way to help those people. But at the same time, as we said, it's just those little things of, are you really willing to be accountable for your actions? Or are you just trying to make the next money-making story? Right. That's another thing. Right. We don't know that side of things. Maybe there's a certain thing that these people, maybe they do, maybe they, they want to be accountable. But at the same time, maybe it's like, I, mean, I could be the truth guy. I could be the honest person. But I'm like, nah, let me deny all this stuff. Let's make a story. You know, that, that that's that's the thing. It's the business side. Is there a written rule about that? No. I, I don't, I personally don't think there's a written rule saying, hey, I know the truth. I mean, why? I mean, there's not a written rule other than the fact that he lied. And that's, is, do you take advantage of the system that way? Sure. Do you get bad rep? Yeah. That, for me, like, that's how I judge people. I don't like judging people, but if you're doing stuff in a sense of, you know it's bad, you know it's not good for society, you still do it. Your reputation hurts. However, at the same time, that during that moment, you might think, man, forget the cameras forget everything just let me get an out of body experience let me deny everything yeah you know so I, I don't know it, it, it's uh, there's something that I, I guess is what's your pleasures versus 
what's your reputation? Is this, is this going to give me more power if I lie? Or is it really matter that I tell the truth and be honest? And the chances are, unfortunately, it sways to the power side. Because once you get power, I don't see many people just say, you know, I got power, I'm just going to lose it. But no one does that. Yeah. I mean, unless you really want to gain a quick power and then finally say, I'm done, I'm just going to fall off the map. It's very rare to see somebody say, I got the power. I'm just going to ditch it tomorrow. So there's a right. lot of things that, and that's the thing. It, 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 there's different motivational factors that drive people. So once again, is there accountability in the motivational factors? Is there accountability in what's driving forces? Yeah, but it goes back to whatever they're saying, or, or you never know, there could be an outside equation. Maybe there's people in that camp, R. Kelly's camp or whatever, that are saying, hey, man, we know what's going on. Just know we got your back. <laughs> That's all it takes, and boom, the wrong info is, I don't know, I'm gasping here, but those are possible scenarios that you just don't know. And you got to factor that in of who's really watching, who's really on your side. And that's where it goes back to etiquette. It goes back to just finding the, the moral values of what you believe in. Not only is a start at a young age, it's constant improvement. Moral is something you can, that's something you can adapt. So I think the, the real question of how you want, and that's, I think we said we just figure out a solution. If you want to really hold yourself accountable and you really want to understand accountability, start with the moral aspect. Of what are some morals that you know in your baseline morals? Then, if you can adapt the baseline morals, there's a better chance you can adapt the accountability. I'm not saying it's easy, but there's a better chance you can learn as you go. But for most people, whatever accountability you learn young, you're sticking with it. It's very hard to change, and yeah. it's just it's just really on your baseline, man. Like it, it's like, that's all I, I gave my all there. Like that's all I can really give my best advice if you want to change it. it's just something stuck it's stuck in the stuck in the rocks they say it's stuck in the, in the quicksand you can't really you can't really make that rise rise above the rest if it's something you really don't see much evidence of case studies where you see I just changed my accountability overnight it's just rare it, it's super rare and it's super rare that uh yeah like you say anybody will, or is willing to relinquish their power uh, yeah. the next day because power is i mean it's it's a it's one of those things man it's you know having power it's it's a very uh, something i guess like very desirable you know like everybody wants to rule the world kind of a thing uh, I mean, you know, everybody thinks about it too. Like, oh man, if I ruled the world, you know, like what would I do? You know, like I, yeah, man. I mean, I'd fly in private jets and go travel the world, and and you know, you know, delegate and tell people to feed me, and you know, like I'll be a total, yeah, yeah. I'll be a total corrupted motherfucker. That <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll just be so corrupted and stuff, you know. So and and you know, you tell me to give it all, give it all up the next day. Like I would give it to like my brother so he could order me around like hell no like you know it's just one of those things it's like nobody wants to really push their power uh once they attain it you know especially if they worked there you know if they kind of like fought their way to get to get that power it's like it, it, they feel even more entitled to to that power you know and rather than just like handing it off to some stranger the next day so i mean you know in terms of like uh, accountability yeah man it's really hard for someone who I guess you know growing up now like for the past like like R. Kelly you know growing up for the past 30 years surrounded by a, a group of people that always you know just like yes yes sir yes sir we'll give you anything you need sir you know and all of a sudden it's like now you're now you're being held accountable for something bad you did you know I, I mean R. Kelly kind of you know for the past 30 years grew up uh with yes men all around him you know now you tell him to be held accountable for something it's like tough you know like tough luck i mean you know it, it's it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen overnight you know he's gonna have to you, you're really gonna have to like dwell and see the error of your ways 
before you start saying like, hey, I, you know, I, I want to change. I want to be held accountable for stuff. So again, it's like, yeah, it's very true. It's, it's you know, accountability is not such an easy thing to no. admit to and to learn. And, you know, um, and I think what you say is true is just about, uh, you know, um, you got to learn it when you're, when you're early. Um, and, and if you're looking to, I guess, you know, change that about yourself and become a better person, it's like, yeah, man, you know, start, start with yourself, start looking, you know, start looking yourself in the mirror and start telling yourself, like, are, are you okay with, start asking yourself, I mean, uh, are you okay with the way things are in your life right now? And, uh, you know, like, I guess be honest about yourself, you know, be, you know, be not lying to yourself because, you know, everybody, everybody, uh, every, in some way, shape or form, they, you know, sometimes like they like to lie about their problems. They like to lie and say, oh, it's not a big deal. Like their drug addiction is not that big of a deal until it is. And, you know, yeah, people, you know, you, you just can't avoid you, you know, you just can't deny your way out of, you know, bad habits and, and things like that, man. Like, it's very important for you to, like, recognize whatever issue it is that you're having in your life and, and try to nip that thing in the bud. So, yeah. Well, anyways, this is a, it's been a great uh, it's been a great talk. I think we should definitely continue this later on. Yeah, man, uh, for down sure. The road. Uh, we're 45 minutes in. Uh, KT, uh, I know you have to finish your other up uh, UP work. If we ever get, uh, get the, the app working. I'm sure you'll working. get there, man. Yeah. It's still not even working? Don't worry, man. I, I mean, you know, it, it, I'm sure this, it's just only a day. And it's it won't, it to won't be, be too bad. It's going to pick that up. It won't be too bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, but, KT, thank you so much for spending your time with me today. Yeah, no uh, I really appreciate it, man. And I'll be posting it up. Yeah, you got mine. Thank you. All right, man. Have a good one.